It limits discussions about LGBTQ plus and transgender identities in the classroom. Um, and it kind of shuts down conversations that um, the bill deems might not be age appropriate um, for students in the classroom. Let me just get this right. So this bill just affects K through 12? It affects K through three, which are primary okay. gra grades in Florida. The wording in the bill right now is K through three. And um, if I understand it correctly, there are some local uh, representatives who support this bill. Who are they and what's the rationale for supporting it? Um, I actually reached out to Representative Robert Chuck Brannon, who is a Republican, and he's on the Judiciary Committee in the House. Um, so he's actually going to be involved in conversations about the bill while it's in the Judiciary Committee. Um, but he, he declined to comment for the Alligators um, article. Okay. I'm sure this bill also has its opponents. Can you tell me a bit about the opponents of the bill? Yeah. So something that was interesting for me is that there's actually different demographics and communities that would be affected. So, of course, the number one um, community is the LGBT, LGBTQ plus community um, who says that the bill shuts down conversations about gender identity and sexual orientation at a very young age when kids are still trying to figure that out and they want um, someone to talk to because they may not have the most supportive parents and home life. So teachers are another parental figure they can talk to. Um, so obviously this would kind of shut down the student and prevent them from talking about their identity in the classroom and shutting down who they are. Um, but then teachers also seem to oppose the bill just because it kind of limits the autonomy that they have over their classroom. Like lawmakers and parents are trying to regulate what they can and can't teach in their own classrooms when obviously a teacher knows how to talk about difficult conversations and difficult topics without providing a moral compass to the student. So someone that you spoke to for the story was Clay Calvert, who's a law professor at UF, um, and he specializes in freedom of speech and communications law, if I'm correct. Um, so one of the things he said that um, obviously, although there's the freedom of speech in the United States, um, it's not always absolute in education. Can you um, explain on that point? Yeah. So basically, um, Professor Calvert referred to the Tinker v. Des Moines case, um, which sets the criteria for determining whether a teacher is justified in shutting down a conversation in the classroom. Um, and basically, the case said that it must pass the substantial disruption test. Um, so the teacher has to prove that the student was substantially disrupting the class. Um, and he basically said that a student talking about their sexual orientation and gender identity, it would be very hard to prove that is a su substantial disruption. So you, you spoke to some teachers for the story. Can you tell me about the process of... Um, speaking to these teachers and what they had to say about this bill. Right. So actually, um, emailing the teachers is kind of a two-week process. I reached, I must have reached out to 15 or 20 of them via email, and I didn't get a response within the first week from one. I also reached out to guidance counselors at local elementary schools, and I didn't get one response. Um, so I kind of switched gears and started reaching out to more elementary schools during the second week and finally found two teachers that were willing to speak to me. Um, but it is interesting that that teachers didn't get back to me because it is kind of like their careers on the line and a lot of them didn't feel comfortable discussing the bill. And what did they have? The ones who you did speak to, these two teachers, what did they say about the bill? Right. The second teacher I spoke to, Miss Walker, um, 
she reached, she got back to me and she said that I am a known LGBTQ plus advocate in my school. Um, she actually told me that two of her children are in the LGBTQ plus community and she has pride posters around her room that students have made. Um, and she is very, very open about talking about sexual orientation and gender identity in her classroom. And also she mentioned that she has mental health lessons. Um, so she is obviously very opposed to the bill. And she went on the record and said that if this bill does pass and does affect the grade that she teaches, depending on the wording in the bill, she's not going to change her curriculum. She's not going to change what she teaches and she's not going to take down the posters that are in her classroom. Wow. And how about the other teacher? Um, she was a little bit more reserved in her opinion, just because it does affect her career. Um, but she said that she is a teacher and kids throw difficult questions at her all the time. Um, and she knows how to navigate those difficult conversations without providing a moral compass, without telling them what they should and shouldn't believe. Like teachers are a resource and another parental figure for students. And that's what she wants to be. And she feels like this bill threatens her role as a teacher. The people who would be the most affected by this, um, parents, children, teachers, are people who are in the actual LGBTQ community. Did you speak to anybody who has a real stake in this? Yeah, I actually spoke to Damon Veras, who is a part of the LGBTQ plus community. He's also a part of UF's LGBTQ plus advisory committee, which is currently drafting a letter to President Fox right now, just expressing the committee's um, dissent against the bill um, and how they want UF to take a, take a stand against the bill, because although it doesn't affect UF directly, UF funds PK Young and governs PK Young, which is a local elementary school in Gainesville. So although UF is not directly affected, they, they kind of are. Has Alachua County Schools said anything about this bill? Right. I spoke to the ACPS spokesperson and they said that the school board hasn't discussed it yet um, and therefore hasn't taken official stance on the bill. Um, but she said that I think her her direct words were the devil is in the details. So they're definitely keeping an eye on this, but it all depends on how the bill will be implemented if it does pass. So my last question is just what's next, right? What is happening to this bill next? Where is it going? Right. Well, we've actually seen that the bill is moving forward um, in both the House and the Senate. So HB 1557 and the House um, was passed from the Education Committee and is now in the Judiciary Committee for debate. And SB 1834, which is in the Senate, um, I believe it was on Tuesday, it had its first um, discussion in the Education Committee in the Senate. The debate in the legislature is intensifying and more awareness is definitely being spread about this bill as it moves forward in both the House and the Senate. 